Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, Who Are You Listening To? Let's pray. Father, we come to you with praise and thanksgiving. We're so thankful you're a good God. And like a good father, you correct us sometimes to keep us in the right path. So we're thankful, Father. We choose to listen to you, Father. And not only take your positive encouraging comments, but your correction, Father. And we thank you, Father, that you show us the pathway to heaven. And we choose to follow that path in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about what we are hearing and therefore who we are hanging out with and listening to. Let's start in Genesis chapter 2 in the Amplified today. This started out good in verse 24. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and shall be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. My friends, so all was good until they listened to the wrong voice in the verse we're going to read here in a little bit. Also notice God's plan. The man left his father and mother, not his father and father or mother and mother, Then the man joined his wife. It's sad that we have to explain these things nowadays in these end of the end times. Let's read now Genesis chapter 3, the fall of man, verse 1. Now the serpent was more crafty, subtle, skilled in deceit than any living creature of the field which the Lord God had made. And the serpent Satan said to the woman, Can it really be that God has said, You shall not eat from any tree of the garden? Two, and the woman said to the serpent, and so on. Folks, you see, the woman was hanging out with a very bad influence, Satan, as a serpent. It is so important what voices we listen to. My friends, you can very closely match the decline of America to when we took God out of the schools and the courthouses, etc., For many, many years now, many folks have been getting ungodly advice from a largely ungodly university professor and a largely ungodly news media. I didn't say all of them, but it is a majority. Fortunately, there are some very good professors and news media personnel out there. It just happens to be a minor percentage. But sadly, for many, many years now, we have fed our children in colleges and universities ungodly information, and then as adults in the workplace, too many people have been fed ungodly information from a news media that doesn't, for the most part, know God. Our brains store information, even lies, and when our brain hears a lie over and over and over, our brain thinks it is the truth. Think how much better our world would be if people would turn off their TV set and opened up their Bibles or hit their knees and prayed and went to church, etc. Now let's read 1 Kings 12 in the NIV. Rehoboam went to Shechem, for all Israel had gone there to make him king. When Jeroboam, son of Nebat, heard this, he was still in Egypt where he had fled from King Solomon. He returned from Egypt. Three, so they sent Jeroboam, and he and the whole assembly of Israel went to Rehoboam and said to him, Your father put a heavy yoke on us, but now lighten the harsh labor 
and the heavy yoke he put on us, and we will serve you. 5. Reboam, go away for three days, and come back to me. So the people went away. Then King Reboam consulted the elders and who had served his father Solomon during his lifetime. How would you advise me to answer these people, he asked. They replied, If today you will be a servant to these people and serve them and give them a favorable answer, they will always be your servants. But Rehoboam rejected the advice of the elders that they gave him and consulted the young men who had grown up with him and who were serving him. Nine, he asked them, What is your advice? How should we answer these people who say to me, Lighten the yoke your father put on us? The young man who had grown up with him replied, These people have said to you, Your father put on a heavy yoke on us, but make our yoke lighter. Now tell them, My little finger is thicker than my father's waist. Levin, my father laid on you a heavy yoke. I will make it even heavier. My father scourged you with whips. I will scourge you with scorpions. So folks, King Reboam heard the advice of King Solomon's wise elders, and then he listened to the advice of his young wild friends, and he took the advice of his friends. He listened to the wrong people and made a bad decision. 1 Corinthians 15, verses 33-34 through 34 in the New King James, Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. 34. Awake to righteousness, and do not sin. For some do not have the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. My friends, this verse says, Do not be deceived. If we keep evil company, it will corrupt our good habits. Verse 34 says that some do not have knowledge of God. This is the evil company. There is no in-between. We either have confessed Jesus as Lord and Savior, or we're living for the God of this world, Satan. In the Amplified Bible, that verse says, Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. Folks, this verse says again, Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. Bad company is hanging out with people that are not on fire for Jesus. And 1 Corinthians 15.33 in the Amplified Classic Bible says, Do not be deceived and misled. Evil companionships, communion, associations, corrupt and deprive good manners and morals and character. My friends, this verse adds to company, companionships, communion, and associations. These evil relationships will corrupt our good morals and character. Matthew 13, 9, starting in 13, 9, the Amplified, He who has ears to hear, let him hear and heed my words. 10, Then the disciples came to him and asked, Why do you speak to the crowds in parables? Jesus replied to them, To you it has been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been granted. Folks, the disciples wanted to hear from Jesus. They were hungry. 12. For whoever has spiritual wisdom because he is receptive to God's word, to him more will be given, and he will be richly and abundantly supplied. But whoever does not have spiritual wisdom because he has devalued God's word, even what he has will be taken away from him. My friends, those with spiritual wisdom are receptive to God's word, and God will give you more. 
But he who devalues God's word will not hear God's voice. They are not interested. Wow, is that a picture of much of our world today? 13, this is the reason I speak to the crowds in parables, because while having the power of seeing, they do not see. While having the power of hearing, they do not hear, nor do they understand and grasp spiritual things. 14, in them the prophecy of Isaiah is being fulfilled, which says, You will hear and keep on hearing, but never understand. You will look and keep on looking, but never comprehend. 15, for this nation's heart has grown hard, and with their ears they hardly hear, and they have tightly closed their eyes. Otherwise they would see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and turn to me, and I would heal them spiritually. Folks, God is waiting for those that are living for the world to come to Jesus and be blessed. And we're so thankful in these end times that many are coming to Jesus. 16, but blessed, spiritually aware, and favored by God are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. 19, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom regarding salvation and does not understand and grasp it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is the one on whom the seed was sown beside the road. Proverbs 25.5 in the New King James Take away the wicked from before the king, and his throne will be established in righteousness. My friends, when they took away the wicked people from around the king, he reigned in righteousness or right standing with God. Hebrews 12.2 Looking away from all that will distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of faith, the first incentive for our belief, and the one who brings our faith to maturity. Folks, the more we focus on Jesus, who is the Word of God, the less we'll focus on the world and its evil ways. We are in the world, but if we're born again, we're not of this world. Now, we can't just lock ourselves in a room away from people, but i found that when you are around people that don't know Jesus, politely let them know in some way that you are living for Jesus. They'll know that you are not a fake Christian, that it is real to you. Let's all commit to spend as much time as we can with Jesus, the Word of God, the Bible, and pick good Christian friends. Then we'll be the bright light in this world that God calls us to be, praise God. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for good Christian friends. We choose to be obedient to your word and, and hang out with and, and be good friends with good people, Father, but yet to be a light in this dark world to those that don't know Jesus. Father, we thank you for helping us to do that. We thank you for your mercy when we've missed you, Father. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.